are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Folktalk.in hopes you translate your videos in a multiple language instantly using AI. They align video with the audio, including pauses. They've got 11 on their beta list so far. They got this through cold emails. There's four co-founders. Armand's got the most equity. And they also set up an ESOP pool right at the start to motivate folks like the one engineer that's doing some work for them right now, hoping to go to market and launch their first price plan later this year. They're bootstrapped so far. You can check them out at folktalk.in. Hey folks, my guest today is Armand Puri. He's an AI researcher and entrepreneur with experience at top research labs in India and Singapore. He's created an innovative vernacular of AI products resulting in multiple patents and research papers with demonstrated market success. Today, he's working on automated dubbing for creators at folktalk.in. Armand, are you ready to take us to the top? Definitely. All right. Good to be here. Talk to me about how a creator, a customer who's paying you, that's a creator and how they use you. Uh, right. So currently, the way a customer would use us is simply by providing their product link or their video link, I should say, and the target language that they want us to uh, convert the video in. So, and also we ask the the creator to specify the kind of features that they want us to include uh, in the uh, converted video. So our offering includes things like. Uh, Lip synchronization, which is also our uh, USP, that we offer high quality lip synchronization without uh, sacrificing on video quality, which has been a serious concern for creators. And also voice matching, where we try to match the cadence, the speech style, uh, the pauses that a particular creator would take in their original language and convert it into the target language. So these are some of the inputs that we require. So just to be clear, if corporate McDonald's records a new message they want to send out to all of their worldwide employees, they could take that one 30 second video and in, um, in, um, you know, English, right. The American language in English, put it in your system and you're going to create the, take the exact same video, but the mouth is going to be AI and it's going to speak in sort of Indian or Chinese or Russian, whatever the language is that you need to convert it to. Yes, precisely that. So, uh, let's say if the target language is Hindi, then they would, uh, the lips would move in a manner that the actual speaker or the original speaker is speaking the language. And we would also ensure that the voice timbre uh, and the uh, the pauses that are required, those are at the right moment. So the audio also matches with the video. So yes, that's exactly right. It would We would try to make it look seamless. That's great. What do customers pay you on average per month for this? So uh, right now we are in our beta stage. We have unpaid customers who are uh, using our product and testing it and uh, getting ready to kind of uh, use it commercially. But on average, a content creator would pay us about $150 a month. And uh, it's different for enterprises, as you mentioned, McDonald's. So if McDonald's were to use it for their internal or even for their ad campaigns, then our pricing would be somewhere around $1,000 for uh, enterprises, for ed tech, and, and so forth. But just to be clear, you're guessing you don't have paying customers yet. No, we don't have paying What's customers What's taking yet. so long? What, what, when can you launch pricing? Uh, right. So what's taking so long, I would say, 
is uh, the fit between the expectation that we have from our uh, uh, from the content creators. So we have been able to match the expectations on the video end. So as you mentioned, the lip synchronization and the visual aspect of the video is something uh, that we specialize in. We are trying to expand our range on languages. So we have, uh, for example, Hindi creators who are ready to use our product for English and for Spanish. Uh, so they are ready to use it in those languages. Uh, but for Indian regional languages, which are in AI terms, they would be low resource languages. They don't have as much data available. Those are the challenging languages for us. But we do have solutions and we are uh, acquiring customers or unpaid customers right now who are expressing interest in converting to. So how many are on the beta list right now? How many have signed up but are not paying? Uh, right. So right now we have 11 uh, customers that are on our uh, beta list are not paying. So out of that, one is uh, a pretty big ed tech company. So inside the ed tech company, they have uh, multiple educators and instructors. Uh, so if we're not taking into account them, uh, we're not accounting for them as separate from the ed tech platform. So that's just one customer that we're counting them as. And the others are all content creators ranging from uh, about a million subscribers to a few hundred. Armand, how did you find the fir these first 11 beta users? Right. So uh, that's interesting because uh, our journey has been, has relied a lot on network. So uh, I am connected directly to a lot of people in the uh, content creator space. One of my co-founders also is directly in touch with uh, educators and content creators. So about 50% of them we have acquired through uh, simply emails, cold emails and pitching our product. And what does the subject line of the cold email say? Uh, the subject line of our cold email reads, um, so we have experimented with different things, but what seems to uh, work best is uh, acquire new audiences and increase audience by 40%, something wrong. I'm paraphrasing, of course, I don't have it. Uh, by heart, but something along those lines where we, instead of uh, talking about ourselves, we try to talk about the uh, customer or the understood. Content. And are any of these beta users, have they said, you know, have they signed and said, let us use it for free and then we'll start paying a thousand dollars a month or have they, no one's committed to any future revenue yet either? Right. So uh, that's what we're working on right now. So to answer it, uh, directly, no one has commented at this moment, but we have verbal confirmation from uh, about three content creators and the big edtech platform. So that's one of our uh, big wins at the moment that we have the edtech platform on board. We are that's kind great. of creating the. Uh, and you keep saying we. Do you have one other co-founder? I actually have three other co-founders. So three. Uh, yes. So there's four. There's four of you total. Four of us. Did you guys Google. just play nice and split equity 25 each? Uh, so it's a, almost, it's almost like that. So I originally uh, started working on the product. So just to avoid a situation where we are split two and two and we are stuck on a decision, uh, there is about 2% extra uh, with me at the moment so that we can proceed and not uh, create a dead So you own 27% and the three of them own like 23, 24%. Right. I see. That's Very cool. And have you guys bootstrapped to date or have you raised capital? No, we are com we're completely bootstrapped. And uh, our plan is to acquire 
at least 10 customers and then think of uh, raising capital. When so did you launch where... the company? When did you start working on this? So uh, I started working on the AI algorithm part uh, while I was at my previous uh, job. So even there, I was working for a conversational AI vernacular company where I sort of uh, Armand, what, what year was this? Right, this was last year. This was uh, okay. 2022 July. So that's when I started uh, working on the product development. I went through a few rounds of iteration of development. I got feedback from friends and family. And uh, I had a decent working product by October. And then in November, I uh, gathered my other co-founders. And I, uh, because, of course, I... What I realized was I was uh, decently good at writing code and uh, creating uh, like the base for the product uh, and also strategizing how we can take this forward. But for marketing, for sales and for those things, uh, I thought it would be best to expand the team and uh, get it started as quickly as possible. So mm -hmm. in November, we formed the team and in January, we started uh, speaking with customers. Interesting. And what are you doing right now to try and get a sense of what they're willing to pay? If, if you're doing customer calls, how are you structuring those calls? What questions are you asking? What are you watching and measuring in the product UI? Right. So what we are specifically asking customers is uh, three things, essentially. So we want to identify whether the pain point for a customer is the uh, translation, which would be uh, let's say the original video is in English and we're converting to Spanish. Then are we using some uh, very typical Spanish words, which normally a person would not use in their daily usage, uh, which is which often happens with AI translation systems. Uh, so we try to identify pain points in text or in audio. If the audio sounds unnatural or it sounds robotic or it doesn't match with the original speaker's uh, speaking style or mm -hmm. is the problem with the video. So we have sort of broken down the uh, potential uh, pain points into these three elements of text, video, and audio. And that's Understood. what we try to figure out. Very good. And it's, it's just four of you today, or is there other folks on the team? Uh, so there's four of us, and there is uh, another uh, tech person who's helping us with the uh, the whole dashboard that we want. How are to you present. getting them to work for you? Do you give them equity? Or are you paying them? Uh, right. So... The fifth person would uh, get equity from the uh, ESOP pool. And of course, the co-founders are working. Uh, Is there an ESOP the pool set up today? Uh, yes, we already have the split. Uh, so that's what we're basing the fifth How person. How big did you set up that ESOP pool at the start? So the, to start with, we've set up about 10 to 15% is what the ESOP pool size is at the moment. And from that, we are... Uh, planning to okay so you don't own 27 percent. so you own something more like 20 percent, and then your three co-founders own like 18 19 and then the esop is 15 percent. that's how we get to 100 right 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 exactly so from the 19 90 percent, we uh split that way so as to avoid the deadlock problem that makes a lot of sense well we're certainly rooting for you you're off to a good start in the meantime though let's wrap up here with the famous five number one what's your favorite book my favorite book would be Denial of Death by Ernest Becker. Would recommend it to anyone I can. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, not one in particular, but uh, I am following 
uh, I mean, I try to gather things from a lot of CEOs, but not one in particular. I can't pinpoint. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building folk talk? Online tool. Uh, that would be Hugging Face. Uh, that's uh, quite a boon for anybody who's an AI and who's trying to build an AI program. What's it called? Hugging Face. H-U-G-G. Yes, Hugging Face. Got it. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, six to seven, I would say on average. And what's your, situ- what's your situation? Married, single, kids? Uh, uh, if there's a fourth option, I'd take that. Not, not single, but not married. Got it. Fair enough. Uh, so no kids right now? No. no and, how, and how old are you, Armand? I'm 25. 25. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Uh, something I wish I knew. Well, there are a lot of things I wish I knew when I was 20. Uh, one that I can think of right now is uh, consistent 80% is better than an inconsistent 100%. That's probably one thing I would like to do. That's a good one, guys. Folktalk.in hopes you translate your videos in a multiple language instantly using AI. They align video with the audio, including pauses. They've got 11 on their beta list so far. They got this through cold emails. There's four co-founders. Armand's got the most equity. And they also set up an ESOP pool right at the start to motivate folks like the one engineer that's doing some work for them right now, hoping to go to market and launch their first price plan later this year. They're bootstrapped so far. You can check them out at folktalk.in. Armand, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. Thanks for having me.